I want to give some love to LeBron, CP3, uh, hell, even uh, Kevin Hart. They all spoke out. And the rule changed that quick. The NCAA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rule changed that two days, quick. three days. We just announced it, yeah, two days ago, and now it's changed already. Um, shout out to Rich Paul. You know, he he did a little a piece and the the athletic, which is surprising because you would think he would do it with uh uninterrupted. Mm-hmm. But uh he did it with that athletic and spoke some things on it. He was saying uh requiring a four year degree accomplishes only one thing, systematically excluding those who came from a world where college is unrealistic. Does anyone really believe a four year degree is what separates an ethical person from a con artist? And now that I think is just the main points of yeah. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yo, so that that got me thinking, right? Mm-hmm. When he said that, I looked up like the biggest con man in history, right? <laughs> Top ten con men. Guess how many of these dudes went to college? All of them. Nine of them. <laughs> so a college degree don't separate the con men from the. That's what I said. If they're gonna if they're gonna um, scam you, they're gonna Ponzi, do that from the beginning. The Ponzi Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Um, Bernie Madoff. You remember him? He took all that money from like the old people. Said he, I think he said he was making a like the Simpsons made an episode with like a monorail. You remember you remember no. that episode, Mike? No, I know that that's name. so no. Madoff, I know that name. Bernie Madoff. He went to college at like Hofstra. How do you pronounce this? Hofstra. Yeah, he mean, went Hoss- there. Hofstra. Um, just know that all of these nine out of the ten top ten based off this list went to college somewhere. So it doesn't. The college degree doesn't separate the con man from the the normal people or the good people. Yeah, that's a dumbass thought. <laughs> um. And now it's, it's a change of mood for this topic. It's just always a sad story when you see some shit like this. Um, and the headline is ex-NBA player Sebastian Telfer sentenced to 3.5 years in prison on a gun charge. He was looking at 15. I he, don't know. He was looking at 15, but he got 3.5. That sounds like a W to me. That's a small W <laughs> in that L he got to take. <laughs> All things considered, not that. Not shit, no. Yeah, no jail time to me is no W. Yeah, Marina's like, nigga, please. Um, but at one point in time, Sebastian Telfair was at the same level of LeBron if we're talking hype. Yeah. And. It's just mind-blowing to see shit like this. Because it's like, not only was he on the cover of Slam with LeBron and things like that, but like he had a whole movie made about him, Through the Fire. Shout out Through the Wire, Through the Fire. Um, and now to go, <laughs> to not only not have this career that everybody thought he would be, but to now be in jail for three years, three and a half years possibly, he'll probably get out a little earlier, good behavior, something like that. God forbid, hopefully. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Um, I'm gonna read some of this because I don't know all the specific details, and it's never. I'm I'm glad we never tried to get into it because it's always good to get the details when the shit is finalized, so you know exactly what happened. But former NBA player Sebastian Telfair was sentenced to three and a half years in prison Monday on a gun gun possession charge, according to Brooklyn District Attorney Eric Gonzalez. Telfair was convicted of second degree criminal possession of a weapon in April. He was arrested in July 2017 after police found a loaded gun in his pickup truck during a traffic stop. And prospect in Prospect Heights, according to the Brooklyn DA's office, Telfair was pulled over after making a U-turn off a median in a pickup truck with his headlights off. When officers approached the truck, the smell of marijuana was present, as was a lit, lit marijuana cigarette in the car's console, according to testimony. When police searched the vehicle, they found a loaded 45 caliber gun in the console, among other weapons. Wow, I didn't know this. Yeah, the gun was loaded. Yeah, no, no, he, yeah no. he was yeah. really with it. Like he had a lot of stuff. He also had a, a charge in two thousand seven 
Uh, same thing at a traffic stop. He mm-hmm. got caught with a with a gun. Um, See, but they say he only gun. got suspended for the NBA from a couple yeah. of times. They saying gun, but they show you the picture of what they found. No, he got like, like yeah, he, he had a whole like, yeah, like, yeah, and it's he in New York too. It's not like he and it's a strict on laws yeah. in New York, right. And he got a bulletproof vest. Oh, he was what is he, he, was, on? he was? Yeah, yeah he was, what is he, he on? into something? You don't need a bulletproof vest yeah, unless you yeah. into something. And I don't know. This defendant exercised his right to a jury trial and was found guilty of possessing the illegal firearm. Gonzalez said in a statement Monday. The mandatory prison sentence he received today is required by law, and he is not. Okay, whatever. But, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, he was considered a basketball prodigy as a young player in New York City, and his senior season at Abraham Lincoln High School was famously documented and through the fire. He was a number 13 pick by the Trailblazers in 2004 NBA draft straight out of high school. Thought he, though he never lived up to his phenom billing in his NBA career. Should have went to college. He's still getting paid Patino. somewhere. Somewhere. Rick Pitino wanted him badly. Should have went to Louisville. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't have any comments on it, man. Yeah, it's just crazy. But that leads to our next thing. Uh-huh. So I take y'all in the middle of the night last year after I was... Last year, last night. Last, last night. night. <laughs> last night, my bad. Like, you know what? Put together your what could have been team. For any for any circumstance. I put injuries in. I put injuries yeah, in. For, for anything. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> because not a lot of guys you gonna find who got five guns. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, like, oh, yeah. what could have been? This so. Uh, yeah. Um, we'll all just start by position. We'll go point guard sure. down. To, I, I never put a six mm-hmm. man here, but I can. I, I got one. I'll put him right here. <laughs> I'll go first. My point guard was Sean Livingston. He um, obviously ended up having a, a pretty successful NBA career, multiple time NBA champion, but he was Mr. All, um, <clears throat> Mr. Illinois basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a next prodigy compared to Magic Johnson being super tall and long wingspan, can play make out this of his world. Area tastes contaminated. I'm done with this. Why don't you take that with you then? Uh, um, yeah, and he ended up, you know, the whole injury happened yeah. and then he was bouncing around every single year. He didn't. He didn't officially play consecutive years with the same team until he got to the Warriors. Anybody That's know what Kyle seasons. he committed to? No. That's eight straight seasons where he was. How you know, yeah. yeah. That was eight straight seasons. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. No, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to try to guess. That. Duke. Oh. Um, where he was flipping between teams, whether mm-hmm. being getting released or being traded. And then he finally found a home in Golden State, won a couple championships, or a prime piece of those championship runs. And uh, I always wonder, like, if it wasn't for that injury, who knows? He could have been actually great. Yeah. Shout out to Sean Livingston. My point guard was Derrick Rose. I, I know he had a. I knew. I know he had. It, a, he said at the beginning. But. I know. I know he had a successful beginning of his career, but after the ace, all the multiple knee injuries, like he obviously like never reached. All the rings he couldn't have gotten if he was stayed healthy. It's a fact, man. Dog. What? We ha- we have <laughs> eight banners right now. I know. But after that, he never reached. What could have been? We could have been champions at least once. That's what could have been. You know, who is yours, Mike? I hope it ain't my my PG was Johnny Flynn. Okay, thank okay, you. thank you. I thank mean, you. you talk about he was very hyped coming out of high school too, and I think he his rookie year wasn't that bad. Coming out of college, what do you? Oh, coming out of college, he was. Yeah. He had a lot of hype coming in. I mean, with his draft for it, he was picked like number seventh or six. Ricky Rubio was right before him, which is and guess, just threw me off. Yeah, yeah, that they drafted two point guards before Steph Curry. Before Steph Curry. But he was just another explosive point guard that got injured, and I don't know, he just kind of fell off after that. He didn't get another chance. But he was just exciting to watch. Well, I was never really a fan of him. He was exciting to watch in college, but I don't know. I, I was a Ricky Rubio guy. I just didn't understand why. You he still was. a Ricky Rubio guy to this day? 
I support Rookie Rubio. I have nothing against Rookie Rubio. Man, he he's with not. your boy now. Huh? He, he with, with your boy? boy now. That's so funny. <laughs> he, with, he with your boy. <laughs> that, was, that was funny. He's with your boy now. I mean, that's your, that's your Dark Horse MVP. Uh, I, we haven't talked none of MVP. Yeah, he's brought up Devin Booker Yeah because I MVP. think If the Suns are so ass That if he put them Into the sixth seed You gotta de- Come on now That's like if Terry Rozier Got the Hornets At eighth seed You wouldn't yeah. be like He should get the votes <laughs> But um My point guard Is Dewan Wagner Former Cavalier Um Hell of a hooper One of the best High school scorers ever Uh Unfortunately He had stomach problems He had colonitis Which is that sounds terrible. Like yeah, that's the reason why you know. fall out. Yeah, it's just that's the reason. So, um, shooting guard though. You want me to go first? I had Brandon Roy. I, so you I got a Brandon too. Got all of, okay. I got a Brandon too. I didn't really know how to do research for this. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Knight. Brandon, yeah. Okay, you I got mean, Brandon Knight. Yeah, I, mean, sure. I like that. I yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon is one of my like all time favorites. This guy here got an all star team with all star <laughs> who just couldn't play the last four years of their prime. Yeah, I think all of my guys were all stars at one point. Draws not Petrovic was mine. Uh, 93, you know, he was averaging 22 points per game and his life got taken in that car crash. Who knows, you know, he was seen to be one of the next big things. I mean, he's already averaging 20 plus points per game. So, uh, what could have been if it wasn't for the accident? He, oh, yeah. he didn't wear a seatbelt, guys. So please wear your seatbelts. It, it may have saved his life. It may have not, yeah. but it does help. So wear your seatbelts. I got OJ Mayo. Um, was a big fan of OJ Mayo since I was a little ass kid. I remember being in like third grade and OJ Mayo was famous. Uh, you know, OJ Mayo, I, the reason he's not in the NBA is just wild to me. <clears throat> like, it's so many drugs you can do in the NBA. You'll get suspended, but, like, to yeah. get banned is wild. Same thing with Tyreek Evans. It's like, yo, what are you, are you doing? Yeah, you want some Because, like, stuff. you can smoke and get suspended. Uh, you might do some steroids and get suspended. Because OJ Mayo got tested years ago and had got caught using steroids. Mm-hmm. He said it was accidentally, but, you know, whatever. And he was just suspended. Right. So if you can do all these things and get suspended, like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you, Especially since you're in such a good spot, too. Yeah. I mean, like, all you really got to do is just make sure you're staying out of trouble. Or at least doing <laughs> yeah. some stuff where you're not going to get banned. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, be it. So NBA player got to be a good job, you know? I'm, yeah. I'm trying my best to keep that job for as long as I can. We're going to get to the point where the NBA doesn't care about weed smoking. Yeah, but yeah, because it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna become legal. Even if you is naturally. smoking weed, though, that's understandable. Like, I know plenty of people that just smoke weed. Cool, just smoke your weed. Steve Kerr is smoking weed for his back. Cool, <laughs> but to do some shit to get you banned, yeah, is wild. That's just wild. And I miss Ojeda Man. Ojeda Man had a real good game. Um, unfortunately, that's happened. Uh, that's just sad, man. It's just sad. Small four. Who y'all got? My small four are a little weird. Okay. It's not somebody that just fell out of league, and he's still in there. But I think he needs to make a return because he's valuable. Chandler Parsons. That's, I like that one. Mm. That was I was considering him. I like yeah. that's a perfect one. I love I, Chandler Parsons. I think he when he was especially the way the game's going at six nine, real long, 16, can shoot sixteen with a ratchet. Yeah. I, I don't know if it, he used to be sneaky athletic. I don't know if the injuries took a toll on him or how he's doing now. But he used to be sneaky athletic with it too. Okay, you had Grant Hill. Good. Yeah. Grand. Yeah. <laughs> well, because man, he was yeah. next Jordan. He was next Jordan. My guy was Benji. Oh, um, real throwback. I thought real about throwback. Benji. The only reason I didn't put Benji on here because he didn't he didn't go to the NBA. So I mean, mm-hmm. you, he would have to go to college. Yeah, but he's still a big boy. Like he was the number one player in his class in '84 before he was shot down um, in Chicago West at 17 years old. Mm-hmm. So you are gonna see a theme. I put uh, Sean Livingston. I put Benji. 
some more. There's one more person on this list. Um, Draza. Uh, but three of my players had a little, a little thing. It's Illinois area. But yeah, what could have been, you know? Yeah. Um, power forwards? Or oh, did you say your small Michael forward? Beasley. Okay. He's mm-hmm. just got to deal with the, the Pistons. I uh, still think Michael Beasley can hoop at a high level. Mm-hmm. Uh, set. You know, he's like, uh, who did you name? Chandler Parsons. Like Chandler Parsons. You know, they're still in the NBA, whatever, doing mm-hmm. anything. I just think Michael Beasley hit some unfortunate situations. Going to the Heat wasn't an ideal thing for a guy like him. Uh, being a sidekick was never really something he had to do. Then you go in there, you give it a teenager millions of dollars, and you put him in South Beach, Miami, and tell him to, to not be distracted. It's, a, it's just crazy. Um, power four. Jabari Parker. That's a good one. Um, obviously, he's still got a lot of a time because yep. what is he going into year four, year five? Mm-hmm. Um, but he was compared to Carmelo Anthony coming out of high school. You know, he was the number yeah, one player. Accurate. Yeah, and it, like yeah. even now, he, like his mode is kind of mellowish yeah. with the long twos and everything. But if you tear your ACL twice, obviously some of the athleticism is gone. So I, I'm rooted for Jabari Parker to revamp everything in um, Atlanta. But what could have been if he didn't tear his ACL twice? Like he was averaging 20 plus points per game before mm-hmm. he tore his ACL the first time. And the, the first thing, he came back more athletic. Yeah. Crazily. Yeah. And it's, Clay Thompson said the same thing. So I don't know what that is about. But, I mean, I, I guess I seen in there, when Derrick Rose did it, he was saying, like, how you have to build so much strength back up that you're better than you were before because yeah. you have to work on things that you wasn't working on before. Um, I had Andrew Bynum. I know he's a center, but I put him there just because all he was like a very good big man. Then all of a sudden, he just fell off. Low post, my that's my center. Low post, my put some respect on his name. I had Greg Oden. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Um, My power forward is Royce White. Royce White is in a big three. Mm -hmm. Got on the damn airplane. Uh, I think his game would fit perfectly for what the power forward is in the NBA right now. When you think about Draymond Green, Royce White is right there up that Mm -hmm. lane. It's a lot of players that are just old, but they could still be like a backup reserve just because their game fits. I mean, yeah. Vince Carter, not he not doing like 20 minutes a game, but he just brings something to the game that a team could just use. And Royce White not really that old. <laughs> but I mean, even though I, I was just I saying. I him in the big three. Doing his thing. He's the number one pick. My center's on screen right now. Yao Ming was my center. Uh, he only played in the league for seven out of his eight years. He was an all-star in all those years. But obviously, when you're that big, your knees, your legs, your back, all that stuff start aching, and eventually he fell out of the league. Um, well, it could have been if he just could have stayed healthy. Team, man. Him and T-Mac yeah. with those yep. injuries. Uh, Houston fans, is, oh, man. My center is Chris Bosh, post-LeBron in parentheses. Uh, Chris Bosh game took the biggest hit with the big three, so I think we kind of took him for granted. Uh, and a lot of people don't remember his Raptor days. I think a lot of people know he was good, but I don't think a lot of people really – know how good he was mm-hmm. and I think when LeBron left that was going to open up and usher a lane for him to you know rebuild his name up as to start to superstar level yeah. yeah you know because that's what he was he was a superstar when you know when he left Toronto yeah um you know was kind of in the MVP candidacy candidacy before he went to the heat mm-hmm. and I think LeBron leaving would have gave him much more opportunity yeah I think Kevin Love is in that same boat yeah Kevin Love uh I think we skipped my power forward. Oh, I got, my bad. No, I had I had Josh Smith just because I think ooh, he could ooh, he could bring goal. something to these teams now with just how versatile he is. Yeah, athletic shoot. He just could never put the shooting together. Yeah, yeah. his last year in Detroit was mm. atrocious shooting the ball. Like and he would he would him. pull up for three and airball him. He was a small forward. <laughs> let me let me see. Greg Monroe was a power forward and Drummond was the center. That was crazy spacing. That was crazy. That's just built. 
I gotta for, look at his his, his <laughs> like stats. Built for failure, right there. That's the 2003 ass front court. Um, his last year in Detroit, he was a dog with the Hawks. He though. shot 26. He really was twenty six percent. Even with Houston, he had sometimes where he <laughs> just looked. Yeah, him and Michael Beasley was on those teams. So and then my oh, center obviously was Andrew Bynum. You got to take him. You got to put some. If you're gonna take Andrew Bynum, you got to put some respect on his name. He cool. He was cool. Yeah. But also he would have been two and a half years. He was dog. Yeah, <laughs> for real. That's that's like what it was like two and a half years. But he is Bam, a big what if, though. Accident. Right, exactly. Yeah. That is a big what if though, because he was good. He could have kept that dynasty going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they probably never would have got the way out. Who nope. I, I was close to putting on this list, but he was very successful. My six yeah. man is Darius Miles. Not six man was OJ. Okay, I had to do. He was a real six man. Not, six man. Yeah. I had Gilbert Arenas. <laughs> I ain't know why that's so funny. I didn't even, I didn't if you look at it, he didn't play a lot of the games. Like he missed a lot of games because he brought the gun. And then injuries. <laughs> he did tears ACL right. He did something like that. Something yeah. to his knee area, and then he did the gun situation. And yeah, after that, it was kind of it's kind of. But he know he hooped. I saw a clip on yeah. Twitter yesterday. Oh where yeah, he was, he was dogging. He was dogging. Yeah, yeah. I seen that. So that's the big three. He's the worst white baby. That team decent. He's giving them buckets and like old man buckets too. It wasn't yeah. like he was doing no flash. He was just giving them buckets at that point. Who about to get buckets today? Apparently not Mike. He already came in saying no. that he's not going to be It's your killer. day. It's left-handed day. So we gonna need you to take over. But I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. You, are you gonna see me take over? But it ain't gonna be the typical takeover you would expect. Thanks for watching. See y'all soon. I got that hoop slash a rebound to take over bet. You finna hooping them CP threes? I'm gonna start them. He about hooping them CP threes. It's not gonna be a good day for him. Maybe passing the ball. I'm telling you, they feel well. I mean, they they may be ugly, but on feet they feel okay. You so, have to break them in. Yeah. Nah, I have Pierre just flex him up a little bit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like every shoe with a strap is, is I like shoes with straps. But. Yeah, they'll be fine. I'm sure I'll be good. I may switch halfway through the day because sometimes I like to drip on court. And uh these don't help that at all. Peace. Los Angeles Clippers. I don't know what the hell they could possibly be doing, but yeah. they need a rim protector. If anything, it don't gotta be no Big rim protector. It's not a rim protector. Is it a guard? It's a guy who's a big piece to a team that's won championships. He's a Draymond? Los Angeles Clippers receive Andre Iguodala. Memphis Grizzlies receive Mo Harkless, Jerome Robinson, 2021-2023 second round picks from Detroit. I mean, I guess it's cool. Whatever. Uh, Los Angeles Lakers. They receive Alfaruk Aminu. <laughs> the Orlando Magic receive Contavious Caldwell Pope and Taylor Horton Tucker. I mean, that's cool. It yeah. would give the Lakers another cool. like really good that defender. Get Aminu. Yeah, yeah. so you get them another wing defender who can also shoot the ball sometimes. I feel like KCP is a more consistent shooter than Aminu. Maybe. I think Al Farouk could defend a wing a little bit more. Though. I think it's inconsistent. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what makes Al Farouk a little bit better fit because even when he's not hitting, he can contribute. Yeah, Caldwell Pope ain't shooting. He's a very good rebounder too. Very good defender. Al Farouk can mean oh, I thought you were yeah. talking about no, not KCP. <laughs> I'm talking about what Al Farouk could bring to the scene. The crazy thing is KCP used to be a good defender. defender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. since he was like a three and D guy. But I mean, you know, these guys start making twenty million dollars and they, yeah. they, they ain't got to defend no more. I would do the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know? Shit, I got my bag for doing that. That's how you can get that $30 million contract. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding, HOH. I wouldn't stop doing my job successfully uh, if I got a bag. So Milwaukee no. Bucks. The, what could the Bucks use? Uh, a closer. Always uh, shooting. Always yeah. more shooting does help. See, I'm thinking big splashes, but this is not a team that need a big splash. 
Milwaukee Bucks receive Tim Hardaway Jr. Dallas receives George Hill, Ursan Eliasova, and Dante DiVincenzo. Mm-hmm. But I feel like George Hill was such a I don't like, like a good though. piece for them. For who? For the Bucks. But yeah, oh. the, the Mavericks seem like they reeling it in. Yeah. <laughs> they seem like they reeling it in. Because I don't know, when I look, look, look at Tim Hardaway Jr., he's just like a shot taker. Chucker. He's just yeah, a chucker. Yeah, he's literally just a chucker. And it seemed like George Hill was literally like when Eric Bledsoe wasn't having it going, Bledsoe. I mean, George, George Hill, Hill kept yeah. him afloat. Even if it was just the right play, it doesn't right, even have exactly. to be necessarily putting up points. And yeah, he averaged 20 with the Knicks because he was taking all the damn shots. Yeah. It wasn't even, I don't even think it was an efficient My favorite Tim Hardaway Jr. is when he was with the Hawks. He was just, he really was he was doing his thing then. Um Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. Already stacked. They already team. got they man. Yeah, he already they already They already stacked. got who they needed. They needed it Roy Hibbert. Some, it may be some <laughs> they got Ray Hibbert. Right. <laughs> it may be some bench depth. Trevor Reza. Oh. Sacramento like Kings receive Mike Scott and Zaire Smith. That means the Sixers Damn. go in for it. All the way. Rest in peace, Zaire Smith, man. Last but not least, I know it's Second to last. Look at D Mills on this shit. Portland Trailblazers get Kevin Love, Cleveland Cavaliers get Hassan Whiteside and Zach Collins. Oh, oh you yeah. giving up Zach? You giving up Zach? Yeah. Yeah, you going all in? I really like Zach Collins. I do too. I would pull that trigger if I'm a cat. Really yeah. like Kevin Love. <laughs> as long as we're no, not giving be, him Nazir Little. That'll be nice for the for the Cavs though. They get an expired contract yeah. and, they Zach, and they get Zach Collins. Because, I mean, they don't have any youthful big man. Darius Garland, Zach Collins, Kevin Porter, Dylan Windler. You're forgetting about the best player, oh, Jetty Osman. Jetty Osman is about to take a big leap. Yeah, we seen him at the airport. I just remember. One more <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he's making a leap, but it is Jetty. Uh-huh. Um... Hey, if they pull this shit off right here. <laughs> That's how you know it's um, a 2K type They got to do some, like, Patty is your like, type it shirt. It ain't no big thing, but it's like, if he go there, it is, it is big. Just saying. Minnesota Timberwolves receive Dante Exum, Tony Bradley, 2021 second round pick via Golden State Warriors, 2022. Robert Covington? Second round. Hey, Robert Covington. Robert Covington. Mm-hmm. So they give, fits, like they give exactly up. They only they, giving up Dante X and Tony Bradley. Yeah. yeah, and then you still have Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Joe Ingles, Robert Covington. But also, Bogdan, why would the Bogdan. Timberwolves do that? Because they believe that they can make a make playoff run, which yeah. I don't think is out of the realm of possibility. So let's read. Let's read the passes. All right. Because when Robert Covington was playing for them, they were good before yeah. he got injured. Yeah. So it took and they gave up Dario Saric already. So yep. they would really be. They would have gave nothing him. left of Jimmy Butler. Uh, it took just two NBA seasons for Donovan Mitchell to convince the Jazz to time us now. One Mike Conley trade here, a major money deal for Bojan by Donovan Dare, and suddenly Utah looks as ferocious as any Western Conference team based outside of Los Angeles. But the <laughs> Jazz aren't in position to rest on their, their laurels. The conference, the conference's midsection is so tightly packed that one move could have a major influence. For instance, if Utah bookered a deal for 3 and D ace Robert Covington, it might find the missing piece to take it from good to great. The Jazz have have almost everything. Mitchell is an electric force at both ends. Rudy Gobert is the best rim protector in the business. Conley is an ideal sidekick, and he's comfortable in the spotlight, but just as productive outside of it. Bogdanovic and Joe Ingles are the sure long-range shooters who keep opposing defenders honest, and they're also capable of making plays off the dribble. Still, it's hard not to envision another opening for a shutdown perimeter stopper. And since Gobert isn't a spacer, Said stopper should shoot the ball three at the at a high clip. Wait, that mean wait. And since Gobert isn't a spacer, yeah. Said stopper, <laughs> yeah. 
should shoot the three at a high clip. Okay. Thompson <laughs> can scratch both itches. He averaged 2.3 triples per game and hit 36% of them. And for his career in 2017-18, his last full season, he held top five rankings in defensive win shares and ESPN.com defensive real plus minus. That can make him a keeper for Minnesota, but the Wolves might prefer to use this trade to get players who better fit the timeline of Carr and Town. Damn, bro. Dante Exum, <laughs> Tony Bradley. Given the club's question marks at point guard, Jeff T's contract expires next summer. It could be a bigger fan of Dante Exum than the most. But it might also see Tony Bradley as a suitable long-term backup for Towns, add a couple of second rounds of the pot, and Minnesota the futures would brighten a bit. Dante yeah, Exum, right? Know. Yeah. He's had injuries injury after like crazy. Yeah. The best thing about him is that he's 6'6". Six, 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 six. He defends well. Mm-hmm. You can't shoot. You can't have him and Wiggins on the court together. Who You're not hitting no threes in that team at all. Carly yeah, Towns is going to be your best shooter. Like, yeah, strictly pack the paint. Yeah. yeah. Then, then you keep him coming to you trying to shot Wiggins. Yeah. I, I, you have Jared yeah. Culver. You have uh-huh. Towns. And if Covington is just a 3 and D guy that you need from him, you'd be all right. Shout out to Bill Woods on Robert Covington. Um, Proviso West Proviso West man Proviso West You know in the conference Not in the division That we went to But in the yeah. conference At the school we went to Just out of nowhere man His stories What his nickname is Glovington Really Cause he, he clamps yeah. up Yeah no it Makes sense It makes sense it's a little, I like the Rocco better Rock Yeah it sounds very cheesy uh, Rob too. Lord Covington I don't know I like the cheesy nicknames so we're going to continue the theme of showing love to the company. BR dropped a uh, 2019 win-loss predictions for every team. We'll quickly go, quickly go through this, and y'all let me know. Y'all in, y'all upload, whatever, however y'all want to answer. Uh, number 30, they think the worst team in the NBA will be the Cleveland Cavaliers at 19 and 63. I can agree with that. Yeah. They think the second worst, Mike. No, I'm going to agree. I'm gonna I see need you to I'm participate, not, I'm going to agree. I'm going to see what a, where, they, where they got their hornet set, though. Uh, okay, the they Hornets not even second worst. Apparently, uh, it's the New York Knicks at twenty and sixty-two, <laughs> so they got us being one game better than the Cleveland Cavaliers. Hey, that means give me, yeah, my, that's me you. give me my bottle of wine. <laughs> my two fifty about to look good. <laughs> oh, and man. the Hornets are better than us at twenty-two and sixty. Not that much better, but but they're better. Two, than two yeah. wins. I just don't see how the how you can think the Hornets are going to be better than the Knicks. Memphis Grizzlies at twenty-eight and fifty-four. So that sounds about fair. Yeah. That's a decent amount of wins for that. That's yeah. a young team. for like a 23-win team. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix Suns don't get that much better. They are 29-53. and 53. Sad days. They had 29, 29 wins for them? That's pretty good, though. Like, considering how bad they've been. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. 29. That's, how, that's a decent amount of wins for that team. The Washington <laughs> Wizards, 30-52. and 52. They're going to win more because Isaiah Thompson is going to be very good next season. Atlanta Hawks, 33-49. and 49. They, I got to win them more. Chicago Bulls, 36 and 46. I can believe a 36 yeah. win Bull team. Detroit Pistons, I guess, are out of the playoffs at 38 and 44. Mm. Damn. Black uh, Griffin must got hurt. <laughs> yeah. He, he carried them to the playoffs. New Orleans Pelicans are 39 and 43. That's pretty good for a team that's never played together. Um, The Minnesota Timberwolves. 40 and 42. Okay. Oklahoma City Thunder, 40 and 42. Damn. That's a lot of Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you got the, okay, whatever. 
Sacramento is also tied with them at 40 and 42. So you have three three teams with 40 and 42. I feel like Sacramento's going to have a better season. I mean, I'm, I hope that. Those are all good records. And those are not like, those don't make them make the playoffs. Yeah, you need like 45 to 50. Yeah, you can't be below 500 and make the playoffs in the West. Yeah. I don't see how the Thunder's getting 40 somewhere. I don't wins. see how they get Without Westbrook and Paul George and Grant. Chris Paul is not about to play yeah. all of those games to even give you that. Uh, <laughs> I don't see. About to go nuts. Am I the only person that's not like high on this thing? I'm, I know, I'm, with, you. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, so I have no idea if Steven Adams is going to even be there to contribute. So yeah. right now, because what they have right now is what? Chris Paul at the one. At the Two, who do they have? Ferguson. Shea Gillis, Shea. Oh, oh, yeah, Shea's running yeah, too. It depends how many games CP3 starting, but I mean, their actual quote would be Shea. It says Terrence Ferguson, CP3, Shea Gillis, Alexander, Andre Robeson, Danilo Gallinari, and Stephen Adams. There's a starting five that's yeah. in playoff contention, but the depth will be a problem. I, was, I would say 20, I mean, 36 wins. 40 is a bit much. Yeah. If they keep that, Chris Paul making trade halfway 30, through the season. I'm going 30 to 31. Yeah. This team don't tell me sh- Andre Robertson. Oh, where's the offense coming from? Gallinari was a 20 point per game scorer last season. That's what a it? good team. He had a good team. This team ain't shit. I mean, you're going to take more ball shots on, this time. Ball flowing offense. Now all of a sudden you got Chris Paul trying to yeah. hold the ball for 20 seconds. Um, Orlando Magic, 42 and 40. And clip that because if they do do their thing, make a fool out of me. But I don't see it. Uh, 42 and 40 is exactly what they what had last said. year. I don't know if a lot of people going to be there. Is Chris Paul going to be there? Is Stephen yeah. Adams going to be there? Yeah. I hope um, they do wear 40 games. That would be just a good story. You know? Chris Paul gets some value. Yeah. Um, yeah, 42-40 for the Magic. Uh, they're also tied with the Raptors at 42-40. and 40. Mm, Raptors should win more than that. Um, Brooklyn Nets, 43-39. and 39. Yeah. Without Kevin Durant, obviously. I feel like they're, they're They got them tied with the Miami Heat and the Spurs. I don't know. I got to see them play so a couple Heat, games. I, I honestly Spurs do. and the uh, Nets, 43 and 39. So that means they have the Dallas Mavericks better than them mm-hmm. at 44 and 38. They have the Dallas Mavericks and the Pacers tied with the same record, Basically, 44 and 38. What I'm hearing is that there's parity in the NBA because there's a lot of teams that are in the same range, yeah, which yeah. I love to hear. Now we enter the top 10. Portland Trailblazers, 45 and 37. So they lost yeah, eight games, eight more games last year. Because they won 50 in the last 53. Years, yeah. Right? yeah, they've been a really good just season. Regular season, yeah. Regular season team, yeah. Um, Boston Celtics, 50 and 32. Fifty. I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, I can see 50 more from Boston. Last year. I can see them being a 51 team. Y'all think they're a better team than last year? Yeah. Losing Al Horford is big, but I That's think. That's what I think, too. I think they'll play more like a team. Yeah, I think they'll be a better team. They just got it's got it's just it's a new fresh start. Yeah, Everybody I think Brad cool. Stevens' system will now be able to like I work. So I feel like, like they may struggle defensively. Um, Golden State tied for seven at fifty-one and thirty-one. So just a game Solid. better than the Boston Celtics. Don't sound right. I, I guess it. I guess it depends on how close or how long it takes um, right. Clay to come back. Utah Jazz are tied with, at seven with them at fifty-one and thirty-one. They should win more. Though. They're going to win yeah. more games. They I think they're, they're going to be like a 55, yeah, They're going to be like that 55 win team. You would hope so. I, I think they're. I think they're just going to be ridiculously good in the season. Who the Jazz? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, They're going to clamp a lot of people. They up. got Iron Man, and they're going to be that team nobody's going to want to play in the playoffs. Facts. I can agree with Same with the Warriors. Think, the Warriors will be that team I also. I don't really think anybody will want to play anybody. It's going to be <laughs> no. sad. Somebody will probably to. win 50 games and have to play another 50 win team in the first mm-hmm. round. In the first round, exciting first round. Because if you look at the, if you look at the, I mean, well, never mind. Because they got the Trailblazers. There's a big drop. The Trailblazers are tenth, and they won forty five. Then the ninth team is a fifty one team. 
So it's a five-game five difference. Tied at fifth, Houston Rockets, 52-30. and 30. The other team that's at fifth with them is the Los Angeles Clippers at 52-30. I see the Clippers being like a 61 team. I don't think so. Just they're, they're, they're Kawhi, Kawhi going to be sitting out a decent amount of games. I feel like they, they're still going to be very good with just like Paul George in there. 60, though? 60 is a crazy 60, number. Only one team won 60. The Bucks was the only team last year to hit yeah. 60. Weren't they like 48 wins last season? The 48 or so 50? The Clips? game jump with Kawhi not for, Yeah, but you're inserting Paul George and Kawhi, so that means you're going to win more Kawhi's games. Kawhi's not going to play 82 yeah. games. Now, I'm not saying he's going to play all 82, but the games nah, that y'all playing. He's not going to play. I don't, I don't think Paul George will with his shoulder shift. Part so. of the reason they had such a good record was was Danilo Gallinari and Tobias Harris, and they're not there no more. I mean, the role players did a very good job. You see how they did in the playoffs, but those are two reasons why they did so well, especially in the beginning part of the season. They so stacked, I don't even feel like they're going to feel the need to win 60 games. They don't need to. A lot of these teams do not need to win 60 games in a season. They're going to try to keep these dudes as fresh as possible. They go, I think they're going to start to try to buckle down late in the season to keep home court advantages throughout the playoffs, at yeah. least in the first couple rounds. But And if you look at where they at, they tied for fifth. 50 wins kind of get them there. Because the the all five teams in the top five ain't Western Conference teams, so you have uh, the next team, which is th- tied for second, the Los Angeles Lakers at fifty three and twenty nine. Uh huh. Um, and then the Bucks at fifty three and twenty nine. Which make yeah. I mean it makes sense that some teams are dropping because yeah. the teams that were at the Another bottom. team at fifty three and twenty nine. I'm sorry, is the Denver Nuggets. They have, they have one team that's by themselves. Okay. But what you're saying? That um you we. We were saying that maybe that's too low. Maybe that's too low. But you got to think about it. A lot of teams that were bad last season, they, they were like better. pushover teams. Are they were competitive teams yeah. now. The whole league is going to be competitive now. Yeah, so, yes, yeah, at least competitive, right? I mean, the only team I can see out here that have like, like Hornets, Memphis, Hornets, Cleveland. No, I don't even think you can walk into Memphis and say, oh, this is a dumb. Well, no, you can't walk in there and like half-ass it. But if you like go in there and like – Set the stamp immediately. I think you That's can definitely team, because, like last year, we had the Bulls. If you were coming to Chicago, you were like, yeah. "Okay, we this is a chill. career night, right? right. Career yeah. night, Clay Thompson. Career night. Remember what he job sixty? Hey, I'm pretty sure Dame and CJ both gave us fifty. Yeah, CJ did like that the like week. the first half, and then <laughs> he gave y'all like thirty something. If you walked into Cleveland, it was an automatic dub. They lost ten games in a row to end the season. You walked into New York, <laughs> it was like a dub, and then if you walked into Phoenix, it was a dub. But a lot of those teams are no longer like this is a free game for us. Mm. So that means that definitely don't come to New York with your chain out, like, like it's Miami. <laughs> um, so maybe we don't get a team that hits sixty. I wouldn't be surprised. Like I wouldn't be surprised. Actually, I would yeah. prefer that. Yeah, no team on here. Game gonna 60, be competitive. 60 win. The number one team is the Philadelphia 76ers at fifty five and twenty seven. And even that, I don't even know if I feel good about that. I feel like they're gonna have some time to jail, man. They're gonna have to figure things out. Hey, we've been Simmons shooting threes now. I guess it all works. It works. That is the only time I think I wouldn't need time to jail. The Bucks and the Nuggets and the Nuggets. Yeah, they they've been there. But the Lakers, Clippers, Sixers, Houston Rockets, even the Jazz a little bit. The Jazz, mm-hmm. um, the Warriors, Portland. Your, your Portland won't yeah. need that much time. They'll be cool. Toronto won't need time. Uh, yeah, and the, the Celtics won't need some time. Where are the Pacers? The Pacers were down there with the. Um, they went forty eight last year. They were tied with the. Uh, Weren't they right there with the Blazers? Nah, the Blazers are top ten. Mm-hmm. Pacers are tied at eleven. Forty with, uh, with 42, Mavericks, 44, 44. 38. Okay, I mean they made some significant. Yeah, Mavericks a lot of love. They are, and that's that's a bit scary to me. Is Oladipo playing at the beginning of the season? He's running again. They ain't giving us no time to. He, I he's think he's gonna be back soon. With like near the beginning of the season. But oh, you know who's not gonna be there for the beginning of the season? Apparently, Paul George. 
He's gonna oh, miss yeah, the first yeah, couple yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe that can you can take that to consideration and you know, when you say they're gonna win sixty, he won't be there for the beginning of the season. Um I'm gonna see if we got any update to the timetable of Victor Oladipo. But I know for sure it was a video of him running, running yes, a couple yeah. like a month or two ago. So if he's already running, I feel like he may be there for opening night. Maybe not preseason, but opening night for sure. You know what I was doing though? When the a schedule was thrown out? Because you know I have season tickets, so I was looking at the schedule like which games of these will I sell my tickets? You know, yeah. first home game is against Toronto. I'm a spicy P fan, so I'm a, I'm attend that. Next home game is against Detroit. I was Derrick Rose in town. Yeah. You know, um, so then you, we got the Lakers. Don't, don't, don't tell me you looked at it like shit. I ain't selling. <laughs> the the thing is, I think that I'm gonna attend most of these home games in the beginning of the season, but the late in the season I may sell because if we're trash, they're gonna do the same things last year where they throw out a starting five of just bad people. You know, you, nobody you know what game want to go to with you. What's that? The Phoenix Suns. The Suns. Oh, D-Book. That, but Javon is also back in town. So. Oh, yeah. That is February 22nd, a Saturday Damn. night. Yeah, I know. It's late in the That's season. That's about my birthday. Right on time. Right on time. But I hate, I hate those because at that point, a lot of shit could happen. Yeah, a lot of shit could happen. Like, yeah, a lot of shit could happen. Yeah. I'll never forget I wanted to go to Lonzo's rookie game with against the Bulls. I'm like, I'm going to wait. And sure enough, he was out. He got injured, yeah. So I'm like... And then, like, like our first, first four home games are insane. So, Toronto, Detroit, L.A., and then Houston. We can see Russell Westbrook come to town. And then we get mm. New York. I may sell my tickets to New York. No disrespect to <laughs> oh, the yeah. It's like, what, what's the point of me being there? I go see RJ, maybe. I'd rather get my well, We money. go to New York so much. It's like, I'd rather we watch see the them yeah. and get to New York. Yeah. And then we got Todd Brooklyn. Todd Gibbs going to be back in. Oh, yeah. Todd Gibbs going to be ready. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were serious. I was going to say Brooklyn, Milwaukee. Just basically, every team is a team worth watching nowadays. Yeah. So I feel like when I do sell my tickets, it's going to be late in the season when we go against Orlando. When we go against New York again. But then we got, hey, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be at like 36 out of 41 home games this season. Plus some um, preseason games because Zion comes to town the first preseason game. So it's looking bright. But we only got one one nationally televised game. Yeah, I saw Dick. Which is a bit disrespectful. That. Yeah. Who also? Um, the Kings only got one nationally televised game. They were a fun-ass team to watch last yeah. season. Did yeah. they have any last year? I don't even remember if they had any. Yeah, I don't I don't either. Heavily dominated by the two LA teams, obviously. Well, that's so disrespectful. Yeah. One Oakland game, right one game is disrespectful. disrespectful yeah, for like a young, exciting team that's in a big market, and it's it against Philly sense. because last year the Philly national televised game was great. Yeah, so give us, give us three or something. Damn, what are we the worst team in the league? They also <laughs> was talking about they push the games up. Yes, oh, yeah. that was very interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. I like, I like that. that too. Because yeah. a lot of those times where I wanted to watch the Lakers games, you got to stay up to like 9, 30 or 10. Yeah. And then the it's, 10 yeah. on the coast, though, yeah. the New York. No, the New York, they got to stay to like 11. Yeah. yeah, so they they did it for their for their. Yeah, uh, Omar, sake. he would love that because, I mean, he'd be working yeah. late, 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 especially when the Lakers are playing. But before we get into our next <laughs> official topic, we're going to take one last break. Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. So a few episodes ago, we were talking about, I think I asked y'all a question. If if I if you had an NBA shoe, would you force your homies to wear it, right? And right. it got us thinking about, like, um, Kobe White was wearing CP3 shoes. And in that yeah. episode, I actually bought those shoes. Yeah. They came yesterday. Yeah, I saw on Twitter. And I thought that, you know, everybody don't follow me on Twitter, but here's the proof that I actually bought these shit shoes. <laughs> they um, look even worse in person. They I'm look even you worse know. in person. That strap, I'm, okay, 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 like, I'm not feeling the strap. I'm not feeling the strap. Let's relax. Let's relax. I'm not feeling the strap. shit shoe. <laughs> I would not wear a shoe with a strap like that. You wouldn't? No. The Pogs were? Oh, no, 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 no. The strap, it does remind me of, do you remember those uh, those KDs they had the strap on? Yeah. That's what they remind me of. 
first, one of the first ones say, had that strap on them. Please do not dog the shoe because of a strap. Because I've seen a <laughs> lot of hot shoes have the same. Type the PG's of strap. got the strap on them. So let's not act like straps is just terrible. But it, it's the it's the shit that's like I don't know if they can see it. It's very lame. On the side, it says two H two plus O two equals two H two O plus energy. What, what the hell is that, CP? What are these lines in the shoe? I don't know. It does and have the like icy suede. bottoms, though. But yeah, those, I like the bottoms. Bottom. The bottoms yeah. are fire. Those like usually fade bottom. instantly, though. Like, they start turning yeah. yellow after a couple but weeks. But I put them on. But that's they feel walk, decent. Yeah, yeah if you're walking them outside. This is just hoop shoes. You probably, well, how many times are you going to wear these? Uh, I'm going to wear them today Man. when we go hoop. But if they don't feel right while we hooping. You got a backup. I got the Kobe's in, in, the, in the bag because this shoe. I'm going to have to. Like this shoe concerns me because it's like you had a good shoe. Like when this shoe was drawn, drawn, it probably looked sexy. But then y'all came and decided to do suede. Y'all put lines in it unnecessarily. Like look at the Kobe. The Kobe. This is a nice shoe, and this model is just extra because this is a specific model. But if you just look at the shoe, it's real basic. Uh huh. Mm. Simplicity is just is is the best sometimes. So yeah. you have. Like this shoe normally doesn't have all these patterns, but right. it's a it's a custom build mm-hmm. of that shoe. It's just they have the nice emblem on the tongue. It's a light. Now, come on, now. I'll pay three hundred for them. Breaking for you. They bend it on their own because it's how you hooping them. Um, they got like a little clear. This is a clear bottom. Yeah, it's just simple. Then they got the emblem here. Nothing crazy. No lines. Uh huh. No sway. And I think material. that comes with time too, though. CP shoes ain't been around for a long time. I don't know. Either way, I'm hooping in them. I'll give y'all a full review on the next episode of Do the Wife. Full review coming soon. Full review coming soon. I don't know if they really. That's how you know it's y'all see. I got a quick shout out, though. Yeah, I don't know if they even really care. <laughs> y'all know what today is, right? Today is um, the True something that. of August. It's August 13th, which is National Left Handers Day. So I'm going to shout out some left handers. Yeah. Is it really? It is. Interesting. So I'm going to shout out my boy. Okay. Shout out my boy, Braun. Okay. He left-handed at birth. Yep. Shout out my boy, D'Angelo Russell. Yep. Mike oh. Conley, De'Aaron Fox. We watching this highlights round now. Facts. Okay. One of my favorite left handers, KOT4Q. I got a shout out. My guy. I may have to go crazy at the gym today. I need, <laughs> I need at least half of our team shots. It is my day. Mm-hmm. So um, you forgetting some people? You, I probably you Shout out to Odom. That's Lamar. That's a good one. That's Lamar a good one. Odom. Thank you. Exactly. I was thinking. Come on, you Laker fan. Lamar. Exactly. Then who else? He in the NBA currently right now. He plays for my favorite team. Boys. Oh, Julius Randle. Come on, man. And RJ, right? <laughs> RJ. RJ. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. RJ. Kelly Oubre. I got. Left hand is like me out here, baby. I throw that. Mike, did you say Mike Conley? He said Mike Conley. Um. There's a lot of them. Yeah. There's a lot of them. So, of course, that's I'm going to leave something. Oh, wait, no. We can't forget the legend, Manu. My, oh, yeah. yeah. Come on now. We can't forget the MVP. Legends. James Harden. Yeah. Oh, James oh. Harden. How are we forget about James Harden? <laughs> <laughs> I was about James you, know, you went right to De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> but, um, no, nah, shout out to De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, shout out to him. Um, oh, the first name that's on my thing, Michael Beasley. Shout out to Michael Beasley. <laughs> man, contract in Detroit. Little fat guy Spencer smoking out. Who are he? But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um... What's the first thing y'all want to get into? I got a couple things on, on deck for us. Y'all want to do trivia I want to first? I trivia first okay. because, and shout out to Peyton. He sent us a thing. Y'all oh, you have all point. Y'all actually tied, he said. Yeah, we both got five. five he got five four. And four, right? Five, four, mm-hmm. yeah. So since last episode, I told people to hit me up on Instagram or whatever if they have some questions they want to see me ask y'all. 
Um, so this whole episode is fan sent questions, which mm-hmm. is cool. Speaking of that, send him the stuff. So yeah, send it to me. Send me to send. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> this nice part. Yeah, send it to me. I don't think every episode be fan led, but at least one of the questions every episode mm-hmm. be from the fans that get y'all involved. So the first question comes from Blackwing, who says, "Hey Kenny, I made these questions for the next episode of the podcast. Which of these players has the most runner up MVPs?" But never actually managed to win it at all. He sent me this. I didn't. I didn't look up the answer, but I told him to send it to Kenny. Okay. Because he didn't give the answer, so I had to look it yeah. up myself. So was it either A. George Gervin? Was it B. Jerry West? C. Bob McAdoo? Or D. Oscar Robertson? See, I don't know. Only name I even remembered out of that was Jerry West. So runner-up. So second votes, but never actually mm-hmm. won one. A. George Gervin, Jerry West, Bob McAdoo, or Oscar Robertson? I have Mike? I'm going to go with Bob McAdoo. Bob McAdoo. Pierre? Just so we don't have the same answer, I'm going to go with uh, George Gervin, the Iceman. George Gervin? Wait, no, I'm not. Name the players again. George Gervin, Gary, um, Jerry West, Bob McAdoo, <laughs> and Gary Oscar West. Robertson. So it's who has who's never won one. Never won one, but ended in second the most. Oscar won one. Jerry is a logo ass. That's, a, that's what I'm going to go yeah, I guess I'm going to go fucking Bob McAdoo because I don't think George. I'm going to go A. And A was George Gervin. The correct answer was the logo. Jerry West never won an MVP. That was wild. It is very wild. I had to look it up, you know. Shout out to him for making me actually That's do research. That's one of those questions where you just eliminate him, but he yeah. He has won finals MVP, but oh. this is, of course, a regular season. I'm thinking he had to win something big. Yeah. The, man, yeah. the man is the logo. 14-time <laughs> champion, MVP of the All-Star game, but never the regular season MVP. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Question number two comes from JT. He says, which of these players was traded at least two times on draft night? Was it A, DeAndre Hunter, B, Ray Allen, C, Chris Gatlin, or D, none of the above? (laughs) Traded twice on draft night. A, DeAndre Hunter, B, Ray Allen, or C, Chris Gatlin? Or D, none of the above. Derek, we starting over with you, bro. Twice on... I'm going to go D. D, none of the above. Pierre? DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter and Mike? Wait, 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 wait. Ray wait, 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 wait. Restate the question because this, this is where it gets tricky. Which of these players was traded at least two times on draft night? I have to remove my answer then. Give me... Um, Wait, who was the first guy? My bad. DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter. Okay. Ray Allen, Chris Gatlin, or none of the above? Um, I'm going to go with Chris Gatlin just because I don't know who he is. And Mike? I'm going to Ray. So Chris Gatlin is a guy that was traded the most in NBA history. So that's the, But he was not <laughs> traded twice on draft night. Oh, so Derek got it right. DeAndre Hunter was traded once. But his team traded to get that pick. That's mm-hmm. what, yeah. The real answer is Ray Allen. I thought so. So the answer is Ray Allen. He was traded in 96 for Stephon Marbury and again in 2007 on draft night. It oh, wasn't his draft oh, night, oh, but my it was God. draft night. Yeah, he got he was drafted by the Timberwolves. So shout out to JT for throwing a little Bro, twist in there. Yeah, he got traded to the Celtics. Um, sneaky guy. Real sneaky guy. And the last so six, question. 654 six, comes from G. Coven. Which of these NBA players has recorded the smallest shoe size in history? Was it A, Isaiah Thomas? Was it B, Muggsy Bowles? Was it C, Earl Boinkins? Or was it D, Calvin Murphy? 
He also said, by the way, he hasn't missed a video of mine in two years, and I appreciate that. I'll go Earl Boykins. Earl Boykins is Derek's answer. He threw it right out there. Mike? That was my answer, too. Earl Boykins? Yeah. If he are? Calvin Murphy. Watch it be Calvin Murphy. It's going to be Earl Boykins. Hey! Let's go. He wore nine and a half. Which is a pretty That's small shoe size. It is. But considering his size, I mean, it makes Dumb sense. That was big, though, yeah. considering his size. Earl Boykins, Earl Boykins is what, 5'5"? Five, 5'5". Five? Five, five. Yeah. Oh, I guess it is kind of big <laughs> considering his shoe size. Big foot there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but still small relative to the rest of the people in his profession. He got size 12s at 6'9". Who? Paul George on your size twelve. That seems pretty small, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean that's like the is. probably around the average though. Yeah, it seems like the like normal average. size for a male. I guess we'll Google that. Average shoe size for men, and it's going to be around a ten and a half. It's a little bit bigger than average. Yes, and it, you know it takes into consideration your weight, your height, but yep. average, yeah. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I guess that's true. He was five five, and the average shoe size for a person five five is between a seven and a nine. He was a nine and a half, so he was above average for his size. Pause. Uh, so what's it now? Seven six. Seven six four four. Next episode is the one I said I had a special themed one for y'all. So mm-hmm. Saturday, be ready for some special stuff. I'm already ready. You already ready. All right, bet the I'm questions are ready. being written. Um, I'm just waiting for one from a fan Like I said At least one of them Gonna be from a fan So hit me up On the gram Twitter's a little weird place Because so, my DMs are open The gram is definitely The place to be So shout out to everybody What we got next So the NBA schedules Came out right They sure yeah. did I really don't give a damn About it that me much either. A lot of people Making a big deal I know it's the off season Nothing much to really talk about Can y'all guess or Maybe y'all already seen it What team The top five teams That travel the most Oh, travel the most. That's okay. Um, travel the most miles. Okay, miles. so I'm gonna I'm gonna look at this like logically. It's probably gonna be a team on, on the coast. Mm-hmm. For example, like New York is gonna have to. The Knicks are gonna have to travel a bunch, especially when they go to Portland. They're gonna go to California. But then again, if the schedule makers are nice, they'll put those games back to back. So you can go yeah. from Cali to Portland right. instead of going back. That's they be doing those like West Coast trips and right, stuff exactly. like that. So maybe my logic is messed up. <clears throat> I'm maybe guessing it, Toronto too, yeah. just because they're out the country. I mean, they're still probably close to yeah, like, some of the. The teams that are up north. Aren't they driving distance from Detroit? Like, that's how close yeah. Toronto is? And New York, I'm pretty sure, right? I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, so, so far, you haven't. <laughs> we haven't said I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it through. Maybe it is one of the Midwest uh, teams, like the Bulls. I'm going to go with the Bulls. No. No, okay. Damn. Um, Miami. No. Oh, that's a good guess, though, because they're, like, coastal and they're southern. Um, let's go Pelicans. No. Damn it. <laughs> All right, then let's go Lakers. Lakers. One of the teams in Cali. No. Any of them. Yes. Okay. Sacramento. Um, yes. Weird. See, I don't know where Sacramento mm-hmm. is on yes. like the map. I just know it's, it's in California. It's further south. Is it south? No, no, it's north. It's in right. California. I know it's in California. I just mean like what part is it? North California? You uh, know, middle of south. That's up to somebody in California. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sacramento's one number one, or they're just on the list. They're number three. The number mm-hmm. three. Um, close. It's close. Uh, Brooklyn. No. Okay. But you, you you have the right mindset in coast. Okay, Golden State, Portland, Portland, yes, Portland, because they're like Sacramento. all the way up mm-hmm. there. Um, think opposite coast for a minute. Boston, yes, okay, fifth. All right, now okay. we're down to the top, top two. two. Oh, we didn't even name the top and two. They're not necessarily coast. One is by coast, Phoenix, yes. Oh, and then the last one is not coast. It's not a coast at all. At all. So it's like in the Utah. Yes, Utah. So Utah is number one. 
That's so weird. Phoenix is number two. Sacramento is number three. Portland is fourth. Boston is five. Then you have Denver, Houston, Minnesota. Who's dead last? Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cavs. <laughs> the Bulls are third to last. Which makes we're in the middle. Yeah. I don't even know why I even guessed that because we're in the middle. We're basically in the middle and of the New country. New York is. Which is a beautiful thing for us because when yeah. we travel to different places, it's like a three hour ride at yeah. the most. Yeah, literally for us. Yeah. Not for the Bulls. Not for, for you, us, not for the yeah. Bulls, but for us. Like we went to Everywhere Vegas we go, and it was three like hours. A hours. Yeah. yeah. Except uh-huh. We're going to go to Cali. It's probably going to be like four or five hours, right? But other than that, everything yeah. else. Like Cali. a New York trick is what, an hour? hour an hour and a half, yeah. basically. It's beautiful. Cali uh, was like three, three and a half. That's and not, that's not bad to, at all. The very next day, I had to wake up at like eight o'clock in the morning and go to New York, which was like six it's hours. Sick, yeah, and oh then the time God. changes, too, was probably I sat in the terrible. middle. You was jet lagged. <laughs> Shout out to Matt Ox. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what? You got that song, Jet Lag. Shout out to... Shout out to that boy. I can't. Can y'all name me some guys that y'all think? I I, I just was watching something. All star jump. Some guys who never made an all star team that could put Donovan Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox. Okay, okay. Because with Clay Thompson being out, that's why. Yeah, I was gonna gonna see Jason Tatum. Tatum. Jason Tatum's not on the (laughs) list. Oh, your this is your list. No, no, it's not my list. This is the list I have seen. Oh, okay. Jason Tatum's not on the list. It's kind of weird considering. But they were spitballing. They didn't have maybe Zach Levine. Zach Levine is a guy I would have. That's what I wanted to get it to. They were saying that Zach Levine should be in it just off the strength that he's in Chicago. <laughs> he should. No, he Granted, should. Granted, he has to play at a level. But right. Yeah. I'm yeah. Guessing that I feel like if he put up the same stats than last year and we're yeah. winning yeah. more games, he should be an all-star. Could try, I could try to sneak into that AFC. Yeah, it's not yeah. out of the it's realm not, of possibility. Yeah. The East is kind of open. He'll still probably get one of my votes. Bradley Beal's an all-star. Bradley yeah, Bill. and they weren't winning. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and that leads me into my, my next thing is like, since we're going to be in Chicago, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are putting a lot of emphasis on this, this All Star game, which I love because this is where we're from. Uh, and I've seen Aaron Gordon talk about it. I didn't get a chance to watch his thing, but they were asking him, who would he like to see in a dunk contest? And since it's the home of Michael Jordan, and it's, you know, it's just Chicago, yeah. you know? In a dunk contest here, what would be the perfect dunk contest? Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon. No, but you that oh. that's just two people. That mean that's she. <laughs> just had them go at it for And last thing they thought, they ran out of all the ideas. They did. I mean, they have any more? No. Because both of them have they both of them have polished their game up to be more all around basketball. Players. Yeah. Yes. So I don't think they just in the gym dunking the ball as much as they used to. Mm-hmm. Zach Levine had a pretty serious injury. Um but if you if for, the first three are off top, Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon, Derek. Oh, I was about to say Derek Jones okay. Jr. Derek Jones Jr. Because I think it has to be six. I think Hami should be in there since he won last year. Yeah. Try to defend his title. Um, he really did win last. year. He did win last yeah. year, and his dunk that he did to win was pretty good, right? Wasn't the one with dunk over Shaq? And he put his whole arm in the yeah, rim while yeah. dunking over Shaq. That's that was a tough dunk. Yeah, he has to be in it then if he won last yeah. year. Yeah. He has um, to be in it. It may be like some rookie out there that we don't know is I don't know that's like crazy bouncy. Mm. That's yeah. usually what they so do. Rank and dunk his ass off. I did. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Miles Bridges was was okay. Yeah, it's a powerful dunk. Yeah, it, it's like I don't know. I just want I, I just want this year's All Star game, especially since it's being in Chicago, just to be like over the top. I yeah. want like the dunk contest to yeah. be one of the best we've seen in a while. So I'm hoping we get that. I'm hoping a lot of guys ain't too cool for school. Mm-hmm. In which they and it seems like the be. players like Chicago. They might not come here, but it seems like say, they like it. <laughs> Part of me is like, they don't, they don't mess with this city. Nobody coming to sign. But, yeah, the city itself, if you're only here for a week, I'm yeah. sure they'll love it. As far as playing here, that's a whole different story. Um, Why do you think that? 
I don't know. I, th- I really well, don't weather? know. I think it's no. no I think it's more so like the front office. I think it's the front office. Yeah, I think oh, it's, it's like, like the actual team. I yeah. thought you meant like here. Like, oh no, no, no. The city's the, the city's, city's fire. fire. Yeah, you get both. You get both aspects of the weather. Mm-hmm. You get winter. You get nice summers. Mm-hmm. And they not even at their hometowns mostly in the summer. They all in LA anyway. Take, a lot of people don't know. A lot of people like that. Like a lot of people never seen snow before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people like just having all of the seasons. I for mean, different reasons. I mean, Kawhi was his first year playing in a, with a team that actually got snow off there or got anything lower than like 70 And, and then he immediately left. <laughs> and then he left. <laughs> <laughs> the same for me. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's probably the front office. When I was touring the whole facility, the, the guy that was giving us the tour, he was kind of talking about things. And he said that for a while, um, the, the old practice facility was in Deerfield. Mm. Right? Oh wow, that's field, far. Which is pretty far, right? Yeah. And he was like, when players realized that they didn't want to come here because it's like an hour drive from the city to go to practice. Mm-hmm. But then that's why they built that new thing right next right to United yeah, Center. Yeah. So like, if you live in the city, it's pretty that close to go to work. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Like you said, at the end of the day, it's still a job for people. Yeah, yeah exactly. they got to commute there. They got to do what they got to do to do you know get there. And, and that place is super private. Like they got these big ass trees. So like the train is right behind it. Mm-hmm. So now you can't look into the practice facility from the train because these big ass trees are, are in the way and they it's just this a lot of privacy there which is great because it's kind of just in the middle of everything yeah you would you know if it weren't for those trees anything is possible and then even like the parking lot for the players is like engulfed in trees and stuff like that so you can't see like a lamborghini and think that oh shit zach levine might be here working mm-hmm. out yeah. or you know stuff like that mm-hmm. i don't know if zach levine rocking got a lamborghini but yeah, I'm just saying. W-I-8. I'm just saying. Like that's the only car I know this actually. Like you know, I, you know, I'll be, hang, I'll be hanging with him. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, you know what um, one trade every contender should make to go all in. Uh, I'm about to tell you. Oh, you better tell me. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's, he's about to put his GM yeah. hat on. He's like, Zach, let's get shout it. Shout out to Zach Buckley. But if you got, let me see what you about. Oh, I was about to say, um, Portland make a shot for Kevin Love or I like another, list, like yeah. a power forward. Kevin over Blake Griffin. Yep. Blake Griffin. Boston Celtics. Let me guess. Um, There's uh, 10 of these, by the way. <clears throat> so, what can the Celtics use to. A center. Uh, no, no just probably more and more interior <laughs> no. defender. I don't know. No, you were but, actually talking about this before the show started. You were saying that. Bradley Beal. When you saying Bradley Beal before the show started? Oh, yeah, yeah. For the Celtics? Rum- for no, the Celtics. Yeah, there's Zach a rumor about the, them trading Jalen Brown, whoever it could be, Marcus Smart, Gordon Hayward, whoever to make the money match and everything in the first round for Bradley Beal. That's what this space kind of is. Bradley Beal, mm-hmm. Yamahimi goes to the Boston Celtics for Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown, Carson Edwards, and the 2021st round pick via the Milwaukee Bucks. Ooh. Well, that pick is going to be late 20, so I don't feel bad about throwing that in. But yeah, yeah, you get Jalen Brown, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he got Bradley Beal, and you keep Jason Tatum. You see, yeah, you keep yeah. Jason Tatum, and you put the St. Louis <clears throat> boys together, Bradley Beal. Yeah, I don't think they're going to make a trade where they include Jason Tatum. No way, no way. Especially and after you still have Kemba, so you kind of have yeah. big yeah. three in some sorts. Um, That's so disrespectful. They have no power, like power four. Like Grant Williams might start for them. Yeah, Mike's guy. He's not a bad option. Big Grant yeah, Williams like, fan. They don't really have that. Nah. Kind of I thought they were going to put Gordon Hayward nah, at the I mean, four they, like they, they did before. Will, but I mean, at the same time, I don't. I don't know. I just know like they'll have to put yes yeah, a, a small forward there. Y'all think that team's going to struggle rebounding the ball defensively? Because next uh, chance, he gets his offensive boards. That's one yeah. thing he's definitely good at. But defensively, I feel like they may. Str- I think they were even not good last year as far without as Horford. Yeah, Al Horford. With Al Horford. No, yeah, he's not. Um. 
I mean, <clears throat> possibly. Especially if they're I feel like Gordon at some point, you're just going to have to make it a team thing. Like, everybody's going to have to crash. Yeah. But I'm going to double check that. Yeah. Rebounds per game. Uh, they were about 23rd-ish. So they weren't very good. Yeah. I mean, they said it's going to be the same thing Derek just said. It's going to have to be a team effort because yeah. Jalen Brown could rebound the ball. Jason Tatum, they all have size with them. Gordon Hayward, too. All have size. They just – actually, last year, they didn't get any offensive boards. They were close to dead last in offensive boards. But getting the defensive board, they got that. I mean, they were a good, <laughs> good defense, so that does make sense. Yeah. Trade number two, the Denver Nuggets. Mm. Any guesses? Blake Griffin. The Nuggets receive Bradley Beal. Oh, Bradley Beal is going to be every trade. <laughs> Nigga fit anywhere. If, if he in every trade, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> For real. But he can a, fit everywhere. Yeah, he I can fit anywhere. I'm going to send a tweet to Zach Buckley if he's in every trade. But the Nuggets receive Bradley Beal. The Wizards receive Gary Harris, Michael Porter Jr., Wancho mm. Herman Gomez. Mm. I know Herman Gomez is my guy. 2022 first round pick, top <clears> 10 protected. That's a That's a nice return. Yeah, Gary Harris was what 24, 25 years old. Yeah, last year wasn't his best year after getting that contract. You take a flyer on him, Uh, a first round pick that's top 10 protected. I don't hate it. No, I I think it's good for both sides. Nuggets, they giving up Gary Harris, but Michael Porter Jr. didn't even play for them. You have a backcourt of Jamal Murray, Bradley Beal with Jokic, Millsap. And then you have what Toy Craig, yeah, Jeremy Grant coming off the bench. Yeah, their bench is fire. Mm -hmm. Their bench is still Uh, fire, even after that. Yep, Malik Beasley. So, yeah. Mason Pumley. Uh trade number three, Golden State Warriors. Wow, my guy. My is, most approved. Is D loading in this? Um yes he is. Okay. So who are we trading D'Angelo Russell for to help the Warriors get good? Golden State Warriors receive Aaron Gordon and DJ Augustine. Magic received D'Angelo Russell. Hmm. That's such a simple trade. Yeah. No. Does that make them go all in, you think, though? No, not at I, all. Does it make them better? Probably because they got some holes in that front court, right? Their power yeah. forward center position. The Warriors. The Warriors, yeah. You would have Draymond Green and Aaron Gordon with Clay Steph. And Steph. And then you would have. Kevon Looney. Kevon Looney. You have. Willie Collins Stein. Yeah. I'm not yeah. a huge fan of that trade. No. I would, if I'm the Warriors, I'm not pulling the trick if on I'm that. Because I feel like you can get a lot for D'Angelo Russell. But where, though? I, I, I don't know. Magic, I'm not doing it either. Because I just feel like the Magic have like a cool team. Like yeah. they're young. They have like everything. They have a center, Aaron Gordon at four. They have Jonathan Isaac, Evan Fournier, Terrence Ross. They have uh Markel Foltz, who they still who they making on. So I feel like they just have even like even if they're not that good this year and they in a the lottery or some shit, they just they just go get a point guard. Yeah. Like they have a nice youth. They have some pieces that if some guys don't live up to their potential, they can get rid of or some packages. DeAndre Russell, he, would he go there and solve anything? No. He wouldn't make but that I mean, team. I mean, he, he would have a lot of points. No, it would definitely be. You slide Jonathan Isaac to the four. Yeah. yeah. You, would have, all, be you would not have two all-stars it. on your team, I guess. True. Yeah. But I don't know. True. But then the rest of the roster is kind of just good. Yeah, because Aaron Gordon is like a key piece to their success. Offensively yeah, I like the, defensively. I like the way yeah. he fits. Yeah, defensively and offensively, he fits them perfectly. That's so you take that out. My MIP because I think if he can if he can hit another level become a twenty point scorer so that team can be real real good especially with the every with Jonathan Isaac potentially having that type of year too Houston Rockets number four 
And we have a UCLA connection, obviously. So it's Kevin Love. Yes. Kevin Love goes to the Rockets. The Cleveland Cavaliers receive Clint Capella and Eric Gordon. That is a, that is a lot. Well, Clint Capella's now shooting threes in FIBA. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, I've seen a lot of people shooting threes. <laughs> How was he sm- but he wasn't even making it. He was just shooting. <laughs> I think yeah, he him was him, practicing. Him he, and Rudy Gobert, their that rivalry. Is time, that is a good time to practice. It's ridiculous. Their Twitter beef. It's just crazy because you remember Rudy Gobert was shooting threes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Clint Capella quoted it saying, like, everybody can shoot in the offseason. And then <laughs> Clint Capella starts shooting threes in the game. And, Clint, and um, Rudy Gobert quoted it saying, I guess the offseason over because he was missing all them things. Yeah. And then Clint Capella retweeted that saying, let me know when you take a shot outside of five feet. It's like they they just going at it, you know, and I like to see that. Clint Capella doesn't take shots outside of five feet either. Now he tries to, though. <laughs> I mean, they don't need it. They, they don't need, need it, but Russell not shooting like that. Imagine the threat he would be, though, if he just could. I don't know. Before we move on to the next, we got to take our first break. <laughs> 